Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by Ryan Donnelly. Ryan, how's it going, man? It's going well. We are living large. Uh, we are just simply over here enjoying the uh, you know the spoils of war yes. uh, for another <laughs> another season, another week uh, on top of the world in the Flipping the Field Empire, as we tend to be. Yes, we we. Uh... Like in the, uh, I, I don't remember which title of the creator song it is off of his new album, but uh, at the beginning where it says, uh, you know, we're out, we're on the boat, we've all got our toes out, we're, <laughs> we're sipping, we're sipping on vanilla drinks, <laughs> we're having a great time. Um, it's, uh, this was a bad week of college football just in general, there wasn't a ton of mm-hmm. intriguing action, but it was another disastrous week for the foes of this podcast, and it was another week of... Uh, I, I think interesting things happening, if if nothing else, and things that will be valuable moving forward. Um, the most of the 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 most important of which being, of course, number two Cincinnati, which is a thing that I can say and have be real now. Um, Ryan, I've willed this into existence. Number two Cincinnati, I've done this. Yeah, and it's only Kirby Smart standing between us and number one. Yes, I mean that's the only thing we've got in between us, which is a good a good feeling to have. Yes, you just want to assume that Kirby will fuck it up at some point soon. It's a good way to live. Yeah. Yes. God. I mean, I can <laughs> only assume. Yeah, yeah. We've got Kirby Smart driving a, a, a like a Humvee right now, and he's just he's driving through like the Pennsylvania Turnpike. He's gonna go off the road. You know, he's gonna go off the road. That's what he does. Um, we can, Dude, we can... He's got to outscore Tennessee on the road uh, with missiles flying to the head of With a golf ball going straight through his dome. <laughs> he's gonna be trying to pull into Needham Stadium with uh, IEDs going off on the side of the the road it's gonna be terrible <laughs> <laughs> the tennessee yeah. militia is only getting oh, stronger each they're just getting more and more violent dude some guy with two total teeth and his entire head is going to throw a golf ball directly through kirby smart's skull like that's it's gonna be the end of his life <laughs> <laughs> some guy who throws a 90 mile per hour fastball Oh my god! <laughs> oh man. Well, we we should start as we now do on these recap shows with the the ultimate treat. And I, I accidentally, I think I might have forgotten to add the music for it last week. But um, we're gonna do this weekly now. The bonfire of the enemies. Can I talk my, shit, talk again? my shit again? Can I talk my Can shit, talk again? shit again? Ryan, uh, who who do we have here? That's right. Patrick, I think you added this one to the document. We're starting with this. It's Baker Mayfield. We're starting with Baker Mayfield as the bonfire of our enemies. (laughs) He's being burned in effigy. The Browns have just lost 37 to 14. Uh, No, it's it's enemy of the podcast, Gus Melzahn. Yep. Um, He is the devil. Uh, We don't respect him. Uh, (laughs) He got his ass beat on the road to Cincinnati, 21-56. And it was much worse than that final score. I think they were down. 49-7 49 to 7 at one point. Uh, they yeah. were just getting absolutely railroaded the whole game. Uh, UCF sucks, dude. <laughs> They're yeah. really bad. Yeah, UCF uh, is UCF is disastrous. Yeah, UCF without without Dylan Gabriel might not make a bowl game. They're really really bad. Mikey Keene is awful at quarterback and Gus Malzahn is not the guy to uh to fix him. Next up, Jimmy Lake, Washington Falls in a weirdly close game with uh, with UCLA. UCLA probably should have scored more than it did. Uh, but Jimmy Lake continues to lose in kind of disastrous fashion. Uh, Washington's offense is is really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, these guys are awful. Uh, they suck. <laughs> That's not maybe right. They're like 2-5 and five now. Yeah. Let's just keep going through head coaches before we get into the other ones. Uh, 
We've got David Shaw. Also, we are spoken that David Shaw pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been calling him overrated, I think, for about six or seven years now. And it's finally coming true. Yeah, you're finally uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been right for about three years in a row. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Stanford's now sub 500, lost in the road to anti-vaxxer Nick Rolovich. Who it, um, not a spot you want to be in. <laughs> it sounds like Nick Rolovich is about to get fired, right? Like, like tomorrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> His a... quote is so funny too that he was just like, "Yeah, I mean, it's totally out of my hands. There's nothing I can do about it." Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's literally no course of action that I could take to to uh, to avoid this happening. <laughs> oh, dude, Continuing that... on with head coaches, uh, we've got we've got Hugh Freeze, right? Yes. This man lost as a 31 point favorite to Louisiana Monroe. Yes. Can you imagine, Patrick? Could you imagine that being you? <laughs> dude, this man lost to Terry Bowden. <laughs> Hugh Freeze has a mandate from the Lord and he lost to Terry Bowden. <laughs> Terry Bowden has the biggest fupa this side of the home shopping network and he just beat Liberty and Hugh Freeze at home. Oh my god. Terry Bowden just came into Hugh Freeze's house and, and, and fucked his team right in front of him while Hugh Freeze sat in the corner. <laughs> this is the first time and Liberty hasn't like liked that. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. this is shameful. Uh, next up on the list, who is actually, he has been removed fully from the bonfire. He has been sent to a, to a shallow grave. Ed Orgeron, um, who has been uh, seemingly fired <laughs> today. <laughs> he's he's going to... You know, Patrick, I, I have to say, I, I think I want to dispute this one. Because okay. he was on the bonfire of the enemies until I read the report that Brody Miller <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> where, where he was just apparently driving around Baton Rouge like wolf whistling and making the Aru guys of every woman he could possibly see yes <laughs> just the horniest man alive yeah yeah at Orange Run, there was a story specifically in there about how he um like rolled up to a gas station and was sort of catcalling a woman there and saying that you know she looks like she should she looks like she works out she should come work out with him and apparently it was like the wife of one of the LSU board of trustees members <laughs> who uh, was pregnant yes yes it, pregnant. yes um can Which i is what she told him and he said what's that matter yeah <laughs> <laughs> God, can I real quick? We're not gonna we're not gonna make a whole thing of this. We'll do this in the midweek. Um, but I just want to read off a list here from uh, from the Athletic for for coaching candidates at LSU. This is one of the funniest lists I've ever seen. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, not gonna happen. No. Uh, Mel Tucker, very funny. James Franklin, Dabo. Could work. I don't know. I think Mel Tucker would probably work, but also James Franklin, Dabo Swinney, Billy Napier, sure, Mario Cristobal. Mark Stoops, Lane Kiffin. Extremely funny list of coaches. <laughs> it's like, you could just... You, you they could... refuse. They absolutely refuse to acknowledge Louisiana Luke Fickle. And yeah. they never know that it will happen. This is shameful. This is shameful. <laughs> uh, next up on the list here of, of burnt coaches, Justin Fuente surprisingly hasn't yet been fired, but um, boy, his team is, is stinky, not good. Just lost to Pitt very Brother, badly. <laughs> you lost at home by three touchdowns to Pitt. Yeah. What are we doing? To ACC leading Pitt, apparently. Um, and then who do, who do you think you are? 2012 South Florida. Yeah. Who what do, is this? Who do you think you are? Clemson in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> last, Next this week, you mean? Yo, is it this week? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, on, on, sure. Uh, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> uh, la- last in the coaches here, unless I'm missing one. Tim Alban and Ohio. Ohio has now dropped to, I believe, one in five or one in six after losing to a bad Buffalo team. Uh, this guy stinks. There's still time to hire somebody else that isn't him. There's still so much time to do that. You can always do that. Um, I, Man, I, 
I it was just so stupid at the time too though. It yes. was so dumb when it happened. Yeah. I actually learned fairly recently that in 2011, I don't know if you would you would probably remember this better than I would, but apparently a lot of people around Ohio State and within the program didn't refer to Luke Fickle as the interim coach in 2011. They just referred to him as the head coach thinking that he would get the job after that. Ohio could just oh, do man. this. They could just retroactively say that he was the interim and move on. You can just lie. It doesn't even matter. Um, it would be better. It would be an improvement. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, on the bonfire of the enemies, uh, the troops, uh, Navy and Army both fall. Army should have beaten Wisconsin and would have had Christian Anderson been healthy at quarterback because Wisconsin is terrible, but Navy was blown out of the water by a bad Memphis team. I will say that this uh, this does not include Air Force, which is, I think, 6-1 and one and just beat Boise State. Air Force rocks. Air Force is very yeah, good. Yeah, Air Force took an ass. But, yeah. but again, the troops do not claim Air Force. The troops hate Air Force. That's so right. We, we so, claim yes. them as anti-troops. Okay, so, yes. uh, inshallah, they ride with us, brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The Air, the Air Force, the uh, the official uh, military unit of the Taliban, <laughs> and also, by extension, this podcast. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if, if you know if you're listening to the intro of this podcast and you support uh, flipping the field, also the Taliban, it is with hashtag flipping the field Air Force. Uh, if you want to be part of the, the troops, if you want to be part uh, of the flipping the field Air Force, yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna have a bunch of guys with uh, just driving or uh, flying drones around the Middle East. That's that's our that's our new expansion yeah. podcast. Is that we're just gonna do when that? I, we and when I say we, I mean Patrick. Yep. Uh, we'll make you a profile picture banner that you can uh, you can add one of those like Facebook things to your picture <laughs> <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be part of the flipping the field air force. Yes, yeah, we love that. Um, last up here, last. Four, I think our preseason Pac-12 predictions. Uh, Air Force is is terrible. It's not good. USC has been dead for several weeks now. Uh, UCLA mm-hmm. just barely escapes a bad Washington team. The entire Pac-12 South is disastrous. I think Utah's going to win the league, which is very funny. Um, <laughs> and then the North. I mean, Oregon is is fucking terrible. Like we we need to stop pretending that Oregon is anything but terrible. Not not we. As in this podcast, we know that, but the general we, uh, that team stinks. Right. Anthony Brown stinks. That kid is not good. Um, yep. The the Pac-12 is terrible. The Pac-12 is not good. It's not fun to watch. We apologize for for misleading you on the Pac-12. This is. But, this but is on the other hand, we are now we are now unshackled from our own bourbon. That's right. We write about it. Yeah. So we can just uh, go full full sick on bourbon and stuff. That's right. Uh, Kent State, which lost very badly to Western Michigan. Um, Western Michigan is is good. I think I'm 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 approaching being comfortable saying that it is good. I think NIU might win the MAC, which is very funny because it basically <laughs> runs the triple option without the option part. Like they just run the ball forty times a game. But um, I I support that. I think that's great. I think that would be a very funny matchup. They might be in the same league, but I think that would be a very funny matchup if they're not in the same division. Rest in peace to Kent State, which has uh, unfortunately died. Iowa. Uh, R.I.P. Bozos. R.I.P. Bozos. Big dead bitch. Everybody fell for it. Everybody fell for Kirk Ferentz's trap. Uh, fuck these guys. I I am not. I I. But it's but it's not just it's not just the Hawkeyes. The whole state's dead. Yeah. Uh, you know it's, it's still fuck Iowa State. Let's not forget that. Let's sure. not forget that it's still fuck Matt Campbell at all times. Yes, but I I uh, <laughs> I I saw a lot of pushback this last week about how we should love Iowa. We should appreciate that Iowa's different than everybody else. No, fuck Iowa. Iowa ain't bo- gonna do it. Yeah, I, ain't gonna do it. Iowa's boring and stupid, and it's funny that they lost to Purdue. Get them out of here. They're gonna go nine and three. Fuck Iowa. Uh, last one on the list here, and Ryan, this is one that I. I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up for him. I'm gonna say the name and then and let you go. Uh, friend of the That's show, right. Woody Womack. 
<laughs> so unfortunately, Woody, we've added you. I'm sorry, Woody. We have to add you this week to the bonfire of the enemies. Uh, you are a friend of the show, but you faded us too hard. And uh, look what happens, Woody. Look what happens. You know, I, yeah. I don't know if I have to keep that on the record, but I think we were essentially one in a million. We're a million to nothing yeah. on the scoreboard on our picks this week. Yeah, it's it's it was a tough it was a tough look certainly for 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 ri- for rivals at large really um, and you know this is what they say you don't cross the family you don't go against the family and now we know uh, if you're gonna guest on the show don't go against the family or else we'll add you to the bonfire um, <laughs> Ryan Ryan you want to talk games of the week here uh, yeah sure man uh, I mean I, I we both acknowledge on the it's gonna be a pretty, it was a pretty bad week of college football. Yeah. The games of the week were like normally ones we would not mention otherwise uh, in a regular week. Um, we've got Oklahoma State at Texas. Uh, Oklahoma State rallied in the second half to come back and win this game on the road in Austin. Uh, Texas finds another way to lose. Steve yeah. Sarkeesian is just like the new era Scott Frost. Uh, <laughs> these guys suck. Yeah. This one, I, I, I watched the majority of this one, and I saw like – a decent amount of talk after the game about Oklahoma State's defense being good. I don't think I'm ready to say that. I don't I don't know if the defense is actually all that good. The thing that struck me here is this Oklahoma State offense is awful. It is absolutely awful. It is anemic. And that it is now the the Oklahoma State is is what? 6 and 0 in the Big 12 that it that it can do this with no offense whatsoever is really a testament to how bad that league is just in general. Uh, but this mm-hmm. this offense is terrible. It's so bad. It's really bad. It was bad. And as the... I tweeted on yeah, as I tweeted on Saturday, this is setting up like just by far the biggest Oklahoma State letdown of Bedlam yet yes. under, under Mike Gundy. Oh, dude, they're gonna get Absolutely their sh- they're gonna, gonna get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> they're gonna be eleven and zero. Yes, and then lose Oklahoma back to back week by like thirty five points. <laughs> yes, dude, it's gonna be so funny because they they get the only thing. Actually, I will say they're gonna lose to Iowa State this week. Like that's just that's what Iowa State does. Mm. They're gonna lose to Iowa State. Okay, this week. well, it's Matt uh, Campbell versus a team above five hundred. So good luck with that prediction. <laughs> uh huh. Um, it's it's Matt Campbell against a team that can't score. I I'm not I I'm not terribly worried about it. I think Iowa State's gonna win that game, but. Like the it got to the point where even the the brain dead announcers that they had on this game, I think this was a Gus and Joel game, were talking about how like <laughs> it's weird that Oklahoma State runs the ball on every single first down and then on second and nine throws the ball and doesn't get anything, and then it's third and nine and Spencer Sanders has to make a play. It's a strange offensive strategy that they take. Um this this team is dog shit. This team is so bad, and it's it's very funny that they're six and zero. But like, this rushing attack is terrible. I I feel very bad for for uh, Jalen Warren, who I think is legitimately good and is just in hell with this rushing attack. And Spencer Sanders is is <laughs> awful. Um, this team sucks. This team is not good. Do not let them fool you. We will tell you right now. This is Iowa. This is Iowa to me. Get them out of my face. <laughs> they are much worse than Iowa. I yeah, yeah. This... I think at least Iowa can make some plays at defense. These guys are just kind of like near the ball often yeah. enough, not really like to make any plays on it. Yeah. But yeah, this what a terrible conference. This whole thing's um, max of Iowa to me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of terrible conferences, uh <laughs> we've got Florida at LSU for game of the week. Uh Ed Orgeron wins the game 49-42, finally figures out the offense, probably fired immediately <laughs> after the game. <laughs> Did you see the reasoning? Dan Mullen. Oh go ahead, go ahead. Did you see the reasoning that they gave? 
They <laughs> no. they they wanted to. This is per Stephen Godfrey, I think, who who would know. Uh, they wanted to avoid a a dead cat bounce like they had with Les when they had to fire Les. They didn't want that situation, which I think is hilarious. It's like, well, shit, he won. We got to get rid of him now before he starts winning more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Every coach, every team, every player involved in this game just sucks. There's no good players in this game, unfortunately. <laughs> did, uh, did you? Uh, no good coaches. Yeah. Dan Mullen is now two and six in his last eight games against the Power Five. Classic. Classic guy. <laughs> did Did you? He the, has made Florida and then Mississippi State. Is that what you're saying? God, that rocks. That's so funny that they hired him to do that, and he did. He did it. He did exactly what he said he would. <laughs> Great, you're Mississippi State now. Awesome. Um, did you see the Anthony Richardson quote after this game? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Dude, um, he, he, always a good sign when your quarterback is saying, "Like, you know, who knows what time is?" And you're asking him, "Oh, that's a transfer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody asked him if he was going to transfer, if if that was something that that you know, because fans were worried about it. And he said, "I can't really speak on that. Time is the only thing that tells. Right now, I'm a Gator. That's that's tough." <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> that's that's not. It depends a... what your definition of is. <laughs> yeah. Is. What do you mean? Am I a gator? Is that? Do I have to? <laughs> physically? Do you mean in spirit or physically? Do I have to be here? Because I'll tell you this: my shoes are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Woo! In, in spirit. In spirit, baby, I'm a gator. I'm a gator forever. However, <laughs> physically. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this game rocked. This was very funny. I, I enjoyed this. It was not good football, but I enjoyed watching it nonetheless because I think it was very funny to watch this happen to Florida. Um, Likewise. I do also, I like that LSU uh, ran for almost 300 yards in this game, like just the one, just the one guy did, um, Tyrion Davis Price. Tyrion Davis Price. Yeah, after yeah. a full season of being terrible, he just suddenly is like, oh, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can go for 300 yards. Um Really, a, a testament to to how important running backs are in college football. You can just be, you know, just some guy, and then suddenly go for three hundred yards. <laughs> Classic. Um, staying in the conference, we've got Ole Miss at Tennessee for our third nominee. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this game got so bizarre in the last like thirty minutes of, of airtime. First of all, this game lasted like five and a half God, hours. Yeah, uh, but also it featured, you know, 20 minutes of Tennessee fans just throwing every object in the stadium they could at Lane Giffen and the Old Miss sideline, just throwing golf balls and bottles of mustard, water bottles, and, uh, you know, other random objects. Uh, truly unbelievable. And speaking of, it led to me finding uh, this 2017 tweet about the Eagles. You know what I'm talking about? The Eagles Stadium? No. Um, the objects being thrown. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> One second. I, I do know that I, I so I was watching this game on the on the DVR, um, and I I started it on the DVR at like probably ten thirty eleven ish. I caught up to this game watching it on DVR. I watched the ending live. <laughs> That's how long this game took. Like I was able to skip over the entire thirty minutes where they were trying to figure out how to make it so that Lane Kiffin wouldn't die on the field. Um, and then I, I ended up watching the end live. The very very funny ending where Joe Milton just runs off the field for some reason, even though there's no time left. Um, oh man, I uh, I actually am struggling to find it. A moron, but the tweet that I'm referring to is someone saying that at an Eagles game in 2017, uh, their dad or uncle or something who's a Cowboys fan went, and uh, the Eagles fans <laughs> threw the entire five gallon container of stadium mustard at him from the upper deck <laughs> and put him in the hospital for two weeks. <laughs> oh man. 
<laughs> just the Eagles fans die by me, a guy with, you know, a 40 pound container of mustard. God. It's just very, very amusing to me. Oh man. Um, this, this game outside of that, I did have a lot of fun watching it. I, this, this was about yeah, what sure, I was, was good. yeah, this was about what I was hoping it would be. I had fun watching it. I think Ole Miss is about what we thought it was and Tennessee is about what we thought it was. Um, maybe, maybe we'll get lucky and Tennessee will beat Georgia. Did that game already happen? No. <laughs> no, no. Tennessee, uh, Tennessee hosts Georgia on November 13th. Let's go. Yeah, they're, they're going to win that game. Uh, Clemson at Syracuse on uh, Friday night, I believe. Clemson is mm-hmm. awful. Clemson what is, night? What Cle- night was that, Patrick? Uh, Friday night. Um, Friday night. That's right. I'm thinking that we <laughs> just might. Uh, as it turns out Clemson's offense cannot just be fixed uh, simply because people want it to be it's still really Mm -hmm. bad it doesn't it's weird it doesn't have any good players on it and I think that maybe that's causing them some issues is that they don't have I don't know that that catch by Joseph Nana in the end zone for their first touchdown was pretty wild yeah he's that play yeah he's good he did have uh I'll say one catch for 19 yards and it was that one Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I, I don't think that he's the issue necessarily I think it's that DJ can't throw the ball like DJ Uyunglele is really really disastrously bad and he also can't run so it's sort of it's a fun offense where they don't have anybody who can do anything at quarterback uh and I I don't really know what the solution is to that beyond playing someone else at quarterback which seems like it probably would have occurred to them at some point um yeah I mean it seems like they probably don't have anyone else even close to as good right like the other backups they have one backup and it's Tyson uh Fanabachan or whatever who's uh like fresh off an injury and also really bad. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, uh, I think no one else on scholarship yet. I think they just have guys coming in who are either injured or Richard or whatever. And they're waiting until Kay Kubik gets there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are, they're absolutely down bad. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. They're extremely down bad. Um, yeah, man, I, I just, I, I think this team loses like three or four more games. <laughs> like I, I, I think really... they're going to lose the pit this weekend. Yeah. Like I, I, they're not good. They're really not good. The defense is okay. But, like, Syracuse is not a great team, and Syracuse really gave them the business here and probably should have won had, had Dino Babers gone for it on fourth down rather than kicking, like, a 50-yard field goal for fun in college football, uh, which is right. not Yeah, I mean, Sean Tucker, a.k.a. Ludacris, Syracuse's running back, has 22 carries for 157 yards in this game. Yeah. And their defense, even, I mean, that's the thing, their defense deteriorating as they have to spend more and more time on the field and rack up more and more injuries. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, man, I just, yeah, this this team sucks. This Clemson team really sucks. I think that, <laughs> I, I don't know if we're going to talk about the NC State game at all, but I think NC State and Wake Forest legitimately could win the league. Like, I, I Clemson's not going to. And so I, I think it's, This league is coming down to Pitt, Virginia, Wake Forest, and NC State, and we absolutely love yeah, that. Yeah, that rocks. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good. Um, last one here in the game of the week, Ohio at Buffalo. Uh, not a ton to say about this one beyond Buffalo gets the win. Buffalo is in not a great place after after losing Lance Leipold. Ohio is in a worse place. This was still a it was a it was a kind of fun watch in general. I watched this on the replay. Uh, the mm-hmm. play the play you likely saw from this if you were just a neutral observer was the uh, ridiculous Armani Rogers ninety nine yard touchdown run where no one even tried to ta- tackle him for some reason. Uh, despite him being very slow and not especially good at running, uh, but I, I guess a pretty good win for Buffalo. Ohio, as we mentioned in the at the beginning, is, is in a bad place right now. Absolutely down bad. Um, what's your pick here, Patrick? Uh, probably Ole Miss Tennessee. I think Ole Miss Tennessee was the best overall game of the week, at least for me. 
I think I'm leaning towards Florida at LSU, but I definitely respect the Ole Miss Tennessee pick. They are both uh, worthy games. Yeah. Uh, because the SEC is bad and has a lot of parity. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the You Blew It nominees of the week. You blew it! Uh, we have got, again, Syracuse versus Clemson. Uh, we were all rooting for Syracuse here. Syracuse had a chance to win it, just could not pull it off. Yep. Just simply not good enough is their biggest issue, I would say. That, Your and, that and Dino Babers coaches like a coward despite being at Syracuse. Like, man, what do you have to lose if you're Syracuse here? What What is the word? Oh, oh, no, you lose to Clemson as Syracuse. If you if you go for it on fourth down and you don't get it there. For, for people who didn't watch this game, Syracuse was down three with 50 seconds left, something like that, and... Driving mm-hmm. into into uh, into Clemson territory, faces a fourth and short. I think it was like a fourth and two or fourth and three from you know forty, not not forty, like thirty five, thirty yards out, and sends out. They have a good kicker, sends him out instead of going for it. He misses it, so they don't even get to send it to overtime. It's like, man, if you can't get two yards, what are you doing here? Why are you playing not to lose against Clemson as Syracuse? You you have nothing to lose. He's going to get fired if you don't win this game. Go out and, and go for it. You don't need to play for overtime here. You're not going to win in overtime. <laughs> go, go and win now. Right. Just insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a, he's just such a boring coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like... Uh, it sucks, too, because he didn't used to be like this. Ugh. It's just it's just this desire to stay at this job for so long. Maybe he just needs to check that bat. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're just gonna pontificate that uh he's a gambling addict. That's why he's trying to keep this job so badly. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh we've got Arkansas versus Auburn boo. here. Uh, Sam Pittman, what? boo. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. This guy sucks, man. Three in a row. Three <laughs> losses in a row. We're switching. Uh pissing me off. <laughs> I'm <laughs> rooting for you. Uh, you lost to Auburn, brother. Bro, Auburn. You can't. If there's one school among our enemies, you can't lose to. No, you cannot lose to Auburn. This is this is shameful to lose to Auburn. This guy, the Arkansas defense was so bad in this game that yep. people were tweeting about Bo Nix, the first round quarterback again. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> people love to believe in Bo Nix for no reason. Which is just... I mean, he was really good in this game, but I think the more the more likely answer after watching Arkansas all season is just their defense is absolute dog shit. Which is weird because it probably shouldn't be right. Like I, I did, it seems like it's kind of good sometimes, but then other times it's just awful. <coughs> yeah, I mean, they could still finish eight and four this year. Bless you, by the way. Uh, Thank if you. They, if they uh, play out the season well, like if they win on the road at LSU, uh, they're likely to go eight and four. But I mean, but just what a which is a good year for them, but. Just not competitive at all with Auburn and Georgia. Just they really should have had these two games. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck them. All right. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we've got Nebraska, Minnesota. I don't even know if I was rooting for Nebraska here, but I'm just like so tired. I'm sick of, of this shit. They're so miserable every week. They just find a new way to lose. Just enjoy football, dude. That's yeah. fun. It's making me sad. Yeah, this shit sucks. Can I, real real quick, <laughs> I, I have nothing to say on this, but I do want to say briefly a Big Ten West game, and we were not rooting for this, but I do think it's very funny, and I'd like to mention it. Uh, Northwestern 21, Rutgers 7. Do you remember the entire offseason <laughs> where everybody was fawning over how Greg Schiano's getting it right at Rutgers? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of fell for it, too. I do yeah. think they're feistier, but they just still cannot pass the football at all. Yeah. And any well-coached team is just going to beat them, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, get a quarterback, dude. I, mean, I guess he's like a, he is like a top 100 overall player coming at a quarterback. They did. So. Yeah, then he's already there. They we'll could see. be they could be playing him. They just don't. 
Um, no, he's not there. He signs. He no, he's, signs, uh, no, he's there. He was when he uh, right after Quinn, he uh, enrolled like that week so that he could get the NIL. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's hard though. I mean, I don't know. That's that's difficult to do. Is sure. Enrollment season. And, and it's it's. But I I think they just, they've scored in their last four games in against Big Ten opponents 13, 13, 13, and seven points. I don't think it'd be that much worse. You're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. they got to fix something for sure. Yeah, uh, we're certainly looking into this more and more. We'll, yep. we'll report back and we'll be fine. Uh, Kentucky, uh, <laughs> Kentucky at Georgia here down in the SEC. I think Georgia's just going to do this 12 times because it was the same exact game as it was when they played Arkansas. Uh, Kentucky had a little bit of energy to start this game, had a really nice drive near the end of the first half, and then just couldn't keep up. Like, it's it's... It's really hard, I think, to keep up with this Georgia team because they have so much more depth and they're just so physical. And I think eventually opponents just kind of run out of juice. And I think that's going to happen to probably literally every team in the country that that has to play these games. Mm-hmm. They're just this is an NFL team. <laughs> they're just, it's like if you had to play an NFL team. They're just too good. I do think they're going to run through the SEC, which again is a bad week conference this year. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know, man. I still like do not think this offense. If they encounter an actual good defense, like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I think Georgia probably wins the title this year, but I'm not convinced they're, like, a super team yeah. or, like, unbeatable. Yeah, I don't know if they're a super team, but I, I think that they're just – they're so they're so talented and they're so physical in every facet of the game. They're really – it's an impressive team. It's not especially fun to watch, but it is a – it's an impressive team nonetheless. Um, I guess let me ask you this. Do you think this Georgia team – would have beaten any of those top three teams in 2019, the LSU, Clemson, Ohio State teams? I think it probably beats all of them except for LSU. Um, I, I think. Oh, man, I think it loses to all of them. I, I, <laughs> I, really do. I don't know. I mean, Clemson beat Ohio State, and I think it beats Clemson. Uh, and and so I don't like. Yeah. I, I just those those teams. Both of those teams were were kind of limited in specific ways. Ohio State's being that it was starting Benjamin Victor and Austin Mack at wide receiver. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Clem- Clemson's being that it kind of had one player, uh, which was the same in 2020, and, and Ohio State obviously took advantage of that. I just, I think that that LSU game would have been incredible. I think it would have been a fantastic game, but I don't think the other two could have could have scored consistently enough. Yeah, well, no way to know. I guess we we'll just assume that I was right. Okay. Um, anyway, let's, let's <laughs> move forward to uh, Arizona State at Utah. Um, yeah, Arizona State, man, uh, just cannot figure it out. This offense has been putrid all season. Uh, Jaden Daniels really making me look like a fool. Yeah. Let me down. Um, the the high, not much else to say about it. Yeah, the highs here are so high. The you can really see what this is supposed to be. You can see like, oh man, this could be awesome if they just keep doing it and they just never do they never keep doing it they every time every week they have a good week and you're like oh man this is awesome they go back and they lose by 14 points to utah and they surrender 28 straight in the second half right uh, i it's, mean just it no sucks. fight in the second half at all yeah this yeah, sucks it's absolutely no fight yeah this, this um i don't why did you why did you fire todd graham to hire todd graham you're doing the same shit <laughs> uh who do they hire next if you're if you're arizona state who do you hire Oh God, um, Jesus! I really don't know. There's there's not a ton of great options out there. I mean, the uh, you know Kalani Satake is going to be a candidate for every job out there, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what the what the what the what the move is here. Like, what is the ideology? I think you got to go and install? get Jed Fish. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing so well across the state. Yeah, I really don't know. I I, I mean, you know. Um, 
Norvell out at uh, at Nevada, I think would be interesting. But again, you're you're sort yeah. of just you're doing the same thing at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll certainly talk about this offseason whenever they get fired for cause, whoever's going out against the play. Yeah, what's your uh, pick here? That's <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess Arkansas probably. Okay, yeah, that's that. I agree with that. Uh, Got to be a little bit quicker than that nominee. Oh, you almost had it. You're going to be quicker than that. Syracuse versus Clemson we have touched on extensively. Texas versus Oklahoma State. Um, Texas nearly <laughs> nearly came back to pull this one off, just couldn't score. That was their big issue. Yeah. Texas just forgot I, to score. I, by the way, I probably should have told you this before we recorded, Patrick, but also you know, live in the air. I've kind of, in my, in my head, changed the philosophy for the uh, uh, you should go quicker than that games too. I'm now including, like, blown leads by the team we wanted to win yeah like so i guess by texas going up big early then falling behind uh to ultimately lose and then not being able to complete the comeback from their own lost lead sure to me also counts sure yeah <laughs> yeah texas still uh, to to for what it's worth couldn't score in the fourth quarter here surrendered 16 not 16 at all unanswered yeah. and didn't have any kind of response for them um in fact the question it, is it, it was, is, it was I mean, 19 unanswered <laughs> which is even worse my God, I know, I know. Bijan Robinson is an incredible player, and you know that's that's true and all that. But like, how many games does this team lose when we'll stop talking about him as a Heisman candidate? Like, uh, will he be a candidate on six and six Texas? I, is, or... <laughs> is he right now? Like, do we do we think he is earnestly? My God, you listen to the national media, you think so? I mean, yeah. he's a really good player, but I just don't think like the offense is not good enough for him. That's I guess that's a bigger issue, right? It's not Texas losing games, but the fact that even with him on the roster, the offense just stalls out in the fourth quarter like yeah. every week. Yeah, um, seems like a bigger problem. Yeah. Do you think Texas loses at Baylor? Uh, not this upcoming week, but the uh, week after. I do. I yeah. do think that. Yeah. I th- I'm going to look at Texas schedule real quick here. Um, yeah, it's, it's Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, Kansas State for the next uh, last hmm. five. Uh, Texas might go seven and five or six and six here. Yep. Great, great, great job firing Tom Herman to hire uh, Tom Herman. <laughs> Teams love to do that. He, dude, we got fooled. We got fooled by Steve Sarkeesian yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, he tricked and us. And we, we let him off the hook. Yeah, shameful. Uh, Tennessee versus Ole Miss. Tennessee with a, I, I would say, honestly, a, a fairly impressive performance here. I think Ole Miss is good, and I think Tennessee did a pretty good job, especially on defense against it, but uh, couldn't couldn't get it in late despite the fact that uh, fans were pelting uh, all of Ole Miss's players with various <laughs> weaponry and mustard bottles and things of that nature. Um, I, I think Tennessee is, is headed in, a, in an interesting direction, the issue being... Josh Heupel is not going to recruit any players, and I think that the best seasons that he's going to have at Tennessee will be these first two when he's playing with someone else's guys. That's probably true. Um, yeah, the question is just like does Tennessee have the infrastructure or like bag man to just do it regardless, and you just have like basically the coordinators are your recruiters, but it doesn't. I don't seem think his like recruiting it. staff is that good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, the staff he hires I think they're recruiting, so probably not going to work out for him. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That was a good game for Tennessee. They have more life than they have in. I don't know, a decade. When's yeah. the last time they looked that good? Yeah, that's, I mean that's probably about right. They they had they had the month under under Pruitt when everybody got really excited, but I don't think they really played oh, yeah. anybody that month anyway. So, right, this, right. This feels about um, like that to me. Yeah, our next one here is UCLA at Washington. Uh, UCLA led as much uh, as seventeen to three, and then Washington came all the way back to tie it at seventeen all before giving up uh, a touchdown on the next drive uh, to to uh, UCLA uh, and then throwing a pick to end the game. Yep. Um, 
these guys suck. Uh, Washington, just like we said, just poorly coached, cannot figure out how to win, not a good football team. Uh, you're making Chip Kelly look good. That's that's tough for you. Yeah, it's a tough scene. Do you do you how 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 long is the leash here for Jimmy Lake for old Jimmy Lake? Are we talking well, about? Well, probably depends how the rest of this season finishes. Yeah, because right? are we talking about like if they go four and eight here? Are we are we looking at a like seriously hot seat next season? I, it's not going to happen this year, but would they do three and out with him? Because it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like things are going great there. I mean, it's tough because, like, last year, right, he went 3-1 and one and won the division. They just couldn't play for the conference title. Like, he might have had a conference championship last year if he were yeah. if they were able to play for it. Yeah. But I just don't think they've looked good at any point during this period of time. And the rest of this year, hell, they might have three more losses on the schedule, too. Look at that. Like, they go on the road to Arizona this week. Then on the road at Stanford, very losable for them. Yeah. They get Oregon at home. They get Arizona State at home. They have Colorado on the road or Washington State at home. They could easily go two and four in that stretch. Yeah, which would put them at four and eight. At four is, and eight, yeah. yeah which is bad, which is very I mean, uh, yeah, just not an impressive football team at all. Nothing no. going right. They're not recruiting very well. They're getting like, the wrong guys at the door. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like Jimmy Lake's got to turn around, man. Yep. I don't think he's going to, but we'll see. Uh, Arizona State. Same. Arizona State, Utah, we talked about this one pretty extensively. Um, Herm just can't string together wins in any meaningful way, and I don't know if it's a him issue, if it's a staff issue, if it's an Arizona State issue, but they just don't do it. And they, they, they blew the ble- the big lead like we talked about. Um, just, there's just no consistency here in any way, and there, there really should be with the players that they have. Like It shouldn't be that hard to win consistently when you have Rashad White and, you know, Chip Trey and them in your, in your backfield. Those guys are good enough to win you nine games and they just don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, like, and even like this is the game right now, I was, I've been bagging on him because he has been kind of disappointed this season, but Jane Daniels, I think went what, like 22 of 29 or something like that. Yeah, He wasn't horrible. Uh, 20 of 31. Yeah. For 240 yards and a couple touchdowns, no turnovers from him. Like if he's giving you that, you, you have to win the game. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're actually in a good passing game out of Jane Daniels, you have to figure out enough to be able to win something, and they just could not finish drives at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, these guys suck. Yeah. What's your, <laughs> what's, what's your pick here? <clears throat> um, I think I'll lean on Tennessee because I didn't pick them for game of the week. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no I have no qualms with that. I think Texas has a decent case as well. Uh, I can feel it deep down in my plums. Nominees. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen. With a light blue hue to them, fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. First up, you know, let's let me let me lead off here. I think we okay. all know what the pick is going to be. Uh, there's little doubt about what it's going to be, but I want to talk uh-huh. about the other three games nominated first because uh, we want to have some fun with them. Sure. <laughs> okay. uh, UCF Cincinnati. Cincinnati just wants to kill everybody on the schedule. Like they are just trying <laughs> to maul teams in a yes. really mean way, and I love that for them. Yes, they. Absolutely demolished UCF here, uh, as you said. Final score was not <laughs> anyway, and not in any way indicative of this game. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I'll, I'll say, thirteen to twenty three for one forty and a touchdown in a game where you <laughs> Cincinnati scored fifty six points. Uh, this team is terrifying. This team is absolutely terrifying. Jerome Ford yes. was this was his get right game. He had twenty carries for one hundred eighty nine yards, four touchdowns. Um, Kobe Bryant had a pick six here that pretty much ended this one to open the uh, open the scoring in the second half late in the third quarter. UCF was kind of driving and he jumped one. Um, it feels like 
Cincinnati is good for a pick six or two a game, which is hard to do. Uh, but their their cornerbacks are just so good that I, I do think there's actually a correlation there of, of some sort. Um, yeah, Cincinnati is, is absolutely aware of the need for style points and is gladly collecting on them. The, uh, yeah. The, the Speaking upcoming... of Kobe Bryant, by the way, do you, do you know his family background? I Kobe do not. Bryant? I do not. Uh, that is former Ohio State safety Christian Bryant's oh. little brother. Oh, that's cool. I, I had yeah, yeah. yeah I had no idea. He's really fucking good. He's way better than his brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his brother was all Big Ten. His brother was a good player. Was he? I I, I might be yeah. misremember. I might be confusing him. For you're, C- the other for, safety uh, that year, so you're thinking of is, um, uh, was that C J Barnett? Pitt Brown. Brown was, C. J. Barnett was yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, Christian Bryant was good. That's anyway, fair. regardless. Yeah. Uh, fair. Um, Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's next six games. Just for if you're wondering if the massacres will end anytime soon. Uh, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, USF, SMU, and East Carolina. Uh, no, no, they will not be ending anytime soon. <laughs> no, that SMU game is going to oh, kick man. ass. That the SMU game is going to be amazing. Those other five games are going to be bloodbaths. They are not going to think twice about absolutely murking those teams. And Patrick, that is a uh, it's a Saturday night game, I think. Right, that's a that SMU game. Damn, I was gonna say it'd be nice to go to one of these games. Yeah, they it, play. It does. They play not... USF and ECU on Fridays, but they're both uh, away games. Yeah, SMU does not have a a kick yet, but uh, it it would be it, it would be very cool to go to that. I wish that I didn't have a job that would limit me from doing that. I will say, I I do have some info that I'm going to share with you off air that might be able to get us to a game, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, mm, okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, Cincinnati is just just destroying opponents, just absolutely killing opponents. Uh, Purdue at Iowa. Uh, we haven't talked about this one extensively let, uh, yet, outside of the bonfire. Boy, Purdue really <laughs> whooped that ass. Purdue really, really severely whooped that ass. David Bell absolutely murdered them. I mean, my God, that guy just killed them. Uh, Good God. Two hundred and forty yards receiving on eleven receptions. Uh, oh my god <laughs> Spencer Beatrice is terrible four interceptions this game yeah he uh unfortunately he caught the Talia attack of Iloa bug uh it was passed over to him <laughs> yeah uh and he can't he can't get away from it yeah um yeah I mean he's been terrible for a long time uh just a lot of teams in the country this year who just have terrible quarterback play and uh I don't feel bad for any of them <laughs> yeah no. uh they all deserve it I don't know absolutely yes they <laughs> They absolutely all deserve it. Uh, good for Purdue here. Good for David Bell, who has... I, I, I can't remember what the exact stat was specifically, but he has like 40 receptions for 600 yards in three games against Iowa in his career, <laughs> uh, which is very funny. I don't know what Iowa did to deserve that, but I, I'm glad that they did it. Um, this was very funny. We knew that this was going to happen, and here it is. It happened. Uh, Florida at LSU. Some... Uh, I mean, this is this is sort of the usual angriness that you have between these two teams. My favorite uh, Matt Online people for this were the, 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 the full cast guys. I think Spencer was especially mad about this. That man is earnestly mad about Florida in 2021, and that's very bleak to me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Folks, are we caring? Be like... Folks, are we out here caring about our teams in 2021? What are we doing? No. Certainly not, not the way I post on Saturdays. No, sir. No. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not, <laughs> folks. It's, it's all about uh, I mean, it's, it's it's all about ironic <laughs> detachment in 2021. What are we that's doing? That's right. Yeah, getting mad about Florida on Saturdays—that'd be like I don't know. Browns fans complain about referees in a 37 to 14 home loss. Yeah, let the record show that I do not. I do not support those people. <laughs> I do not agree with those people. Uh, I think they should all be rounded up and <laughs> sent somewhere else. 
<laughs> uh, and then I can feel it deep down in my plums winner is, of course, Ole Miss and Tennessee. Yes. Uh, the Tennessee fans versus Tennessee administration, Tennessee fans versus Ole Miss, Tennessee fans versus their own players. Versus the national uh, media. They were all... They were all truly feeling it deep down to plums. Yeah. Uh, which is great, too, because the East Mountain Down character uh, that's deep down to my plums could very easily be like the Tennessee Brewster who owns a car dealership in Knoxville or something. God. Uh, like very immediately. We love that. <laughs> uh, throwback Game of the Week nominee brought to you by Quaaludes. There's nothing like a fucking Quaalude! <laughs> Michigan State at Indiana. Uh, man, Michigan State's gonna get got soon, right? Like I, I'm, I'm not crazy here watching this team and thinking that these guys aren't very good because they're just not very good. They're, they're. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what. It's funny though because this was the best game of the season from Indiana. Their defense actually looked pretty good in this game. Yeah. At the same time, like Peyton Thorne is just not that guy. Yeah. Uh, for Michigan State, I mean, he just does not have the kind of. Uh, he just doesn't have the skill set these other players have. I think this kind of level. Um, no, but, I, I think I mean, that this. I think they this do team. Have skill players. I think that this team with a quarterback would be really good. He's just not that. Yeah. He's not that guy. Right. And their defense too is kind of a mask to the fact they played nothing but awful offenses the whole season. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they played Northwestern, Youngstown State, Miami, Nebraska, Western Kentucky, Rutgers, and Indiana. Uh huh. Like the best. The best offense on that list is Western Kentucky, and they put up thirty-one on them. <laughs> I mean, like no, like. Like the Michigan State defense, I think it's a little overrated, sure. and I think they probably lose in a couple of weeks against Michigan, but we shall see. I think that there's a decent chance that they lose four of their last five games because they get Michigan at Purdue, Maryland at Ohio State, and Penn State. We know they're going to lose to the three big names in there, and I think there's a decent chance that they lose one of the two against Purdue or Maryland. Um, yeah, there's... but I agree with you. But also, eight and four is still a pretty good season for them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah that's the uh, you get get your wins in when you can. They didn't play any good teams in their first, you know, six wins or six games of the season or seven games, however right. much it is. Might as well win those win those games. I mean, it's it's you they did the best they could possibly do with it. It's just that I don't. I think that we have an inflated sense of what this team is based on playing pretty much nobody uh, through those first mm-hmm. seven weeks. Um, Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia's going to be on this list pretty much every week. I think it's just that's what Georgia's designed to do, and here they are mm-hmm. doing it. Um, Purdue at Iowa. I'm excited about this primarily because we can just stop talking about Iowa now. Like, I don't think we need to mention Iowa again for any reason for the rest of the season. I think we can just write them off. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about them whenever they like somehow win to the Big Ten Championship game. Yeah. Uh, lose by 30 points to Ohio State or Penn State, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're not relevant anymore. Yep. Uh, they're done. RIP. Yeah. For- uh, we've also got Fresno State at Wyoming, which they won that game 17 uh, nothing on the road. Final score. <laughs> Do you see the passing uh- <laughs> stats in this one? No. <laughs> okay, Jake Hayner uh, for Fresno State, 15 of 28 for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Sean, Chambers for Wy- Sean Chambers for Wyoming, 8 of 23 for 111 and three picks, and then his replacement was 1 of 7 for 32 yards and another pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, Wyoming, Wyoming uh, is, is no longer able to fool people. We all know the truth about Wyoming. It's the same exact team as it always is. Uh, Fresno State's probably yeah. Amazing. I got fooled. Yeah, I got fooled. Probably a Mountain admit. West contender, but Fre- but uh, Wyoming is is not. Last one, Army at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is fucking horrible. Wisconsin is so bad. Patrick, is it a good sign 
when Army's quarterback throws for twice as many yards per attempt as yours? Is that uh, is that like a, a good stat? And, and it's not even like it's not even like Graham merged through the ball thirty times. He threw it fifteen times. He threw it fifteen times, completed eight of them for hundred and twelve yards. That is an Army stat line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Army's quarterback is 5-6 for 87. And this is their backup quarterback. <laughs> this is their number two quarterback. <laughs> and don't they have a backup OC as well? Did they, didn't they fire their coordinator? No, that's, Na- that Navy? that's Navy. Okay. Yeah, okay. but still, like, this is not a team you should be getting nearly outpassed by. Um, <laughs> I would I would certainly say. Um, this, uh, yeah, this sucked. This This game absolutely sucked. This was terrible. Yeah, I have nothing to do. I, I cannot disagree at all. Wisconsin's awful. Um, <laughs> that's What's all the, I've got. Yeah, they, I think the pick here is probably Purdue-Iowa, right? I tend to agree with you. Is Wisconsin going to lose by two touchdowns or three at Purdue this weekend? <laughs> the funniest outcome is Wisconsin winning that game and then beating Iowa as well, which is, I think, what's going to happen. Ugh, that's that's the God. that's the one that we want to happen because it's the funniest. Um, other games to hit on here, Cal at Oregon, we mentioned a little bit earlier. Oregon's just not good enough to pull away from anybody that isn't Ohio State for some reason. Um they won by a touchdown. Yeah, they didn't pull away. They won score game. They won by a touchdown. The, the Oregon, <laughs> Oregon just needs every team to not do run fits, which I think is a, an approach that Ohio State should consider going back to because uh, it, mm-hmm. it was a cool strategy. Uh, San Diego State at San Jose State. San Jose State managed to take this one to double overtime, but San Diego State uh, somehow survives, still undefeated. This I think Brady had, Hope, dude, let's go. He rocks. He he is <laughs> he has built San Diego State into exactly what it's supposed to be, which is a team that cannot score even a little bit and doesn't want to. Uh, this game went to double overtime on a combined thirty-two points, I think, which is awesome. It is very good. If you had the under in this game, you were sweating like crazy, and you still won. Uh, despite I did two, have the under. In oh fact, my god! I did make money on it. Oh my god! <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Nebraska at Minnesota. We talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, Yale at UConn. UConn gets its first win. Yale probably should have won this game, but I guess good for good for UConn regardless. Uh, Miami at North Carolina was one of the more competitive games of the week. I guess uh, North Carolina manages to pull out a win. I think there's a decent chance that Miami's going to lose to Florida State. Uh, near the end of the season here, which is... Yeah, I mean, this went south so fast. Yeah, it really did. It seems to be the consensus for everybody around the program is they don't really have the money to replace Kenny Diaz, or they're too broke, and they just got to keep another year. Man, man. Uh, Which is just tough. That team next year is going to be in a a bad place, I think. (laughs) I mean, I can't believe how fast it went downhill for him. I thought he was doing okay last season. He was doing pretty goddamn well. Yeah, He hit the transfer portal well. They had good offense. Like, they're... Offensive line has been excellent for most of his tenure there. Just everything fell apart at the same time. This is yeah. uh, you guys opting out left and right. I think they have what six players opt out like during game week, saying they just didn't want to play anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just like losing to North Carolina is a bad, bad thing. Yep, yep, can't do it. Virginia Tech, Pitt, Pitt wins again. Pitt is a serious ACC contender. Kenny Pickett is. Uh, still doing what he did. He, I think he only averaged like five yards per attempt in this game. So maybe he's coming back down to earth a little bit. He's, he's no longer Joe Burrow. He's been, he's been downgraded to, to second round Joe Burrow, but, um, that's right. Yeah. I, th- I think, Pitt's but gonna... I mean, I'll say this, man, uh, that, that game coming up in late November, Virginia versus Pitt or Pitt, sorry, Pitt versus Virginia, November 20th. Yeah. Brennan Armstrong, Kenny Pickett, like two of the top five quarterbacks in the country this year in terms <laughs> of yards passing. Ugh. Uh, 
a combined like 40 touchdowns and four thousand or four and a half thousand yards so far this season through like six games each yeah let's go let's go man that's <laughs> the late november in the acc is is quietly going to be kind of fun because wake forest i believe gets nc state on the 13th yeah they, they get nc state on the 13th and then clemson on the 20th so those those last three weeks are going to be kind of interesting if nothing else and i i think that uh i think that that quartet of teams is legitimately entertaining uh and i'm, I'm looking forward to that byu uh takes or uh, byu falls to baylor baylor i think is comfortably competent which credit to Dave Aranda for turning it around so quickly it seemed like things were going to go very badly there but uh Gary Bohannon is full-on I think good at quarterback and Baylor beats what we thought was a pretty good BYU team I still think is a pretty good BYU team but not quite as advanced as we maybe thought it was (laughs) yeah I mean uh Baylor I'm like really impressed with Baylor this season I know they're kind of getting some like smoke and mirror wins and they still kind of get a lot of yards of BYU in this game but I mean, just consistently winning the games they're winning uh, is more is farther along the process than I thought they'd be this year. And I think they beat. I think they win their next two games, right? Like I think they get a bye week, and they get Texas at home, TCU in the road before they get Oklahoma. Yeah, like they should be ranked for that Oklahoma matchup. They should be eight and one for that game. Cool. And that's really yeah. impressive for Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. Elsewhere in the Big 12, TCU at Oklahoma. Oklahoma finally makes the right decision and goes with Caleb Williams at quarterback and immediately looks better uh, in pretty much all facets. <laughs> the defense still isn't very good, but uh, offense was infinitely, infinitely better with an actual quarterback running it. I can't believe Spencer Rattler was on the sidelines for this game. Uh, I, I will also say word up to the uh, the OU Daily <laughs> students who... Uh, Oh yeah, who, who who took binoculars and watched practice and reported on it, and then got in trouble for it. Uh, free my guys! That they did nothing wrong. That rocks. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, shit. that's your fault. Yeah, if you're a college football coach and you're paranoid enough, to, like not let anybody know who you're playing at quarterback, but not paranoid enough to like block out the windows of any building in one mile radius. Yeah. that's a you problem. Yeah, that's not a me problem. Yeah, like we uh, were, we were talking earlier this week about how like where would you do this from at Ohio State? There's not a way to do it. Ohio State has planned around this. Oklahoma, unserious yeah, program. And f- fa- I mean, I, I, maybe the non-Ohio State fans listen to our podcast that own the story, but uh, famously Woody Hayes, uh, like there were a couple hotels and buildings near the practice fields, and Woody thought he saw the glint of like binoculars uh, in the windows and sent people to go check out the rooms, make sure there weren't Michigan spies looking at practice and. Uh, like they like changed the uh, faucet centers up upper floors, just the tower near the, the the nearest tower, basically to the Ohio State practice facilities. Um, they changed the upper floors athletic department department uh, offices, so the people looking out from those windows would like be guaranteed to work for Ohio State. Yeah, absolutely insane stuff. But yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's well, it's a small time program. You know, they don't have those kind of concerns. That's uh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I think Oklahoma Spencer Rattler on that front. Uh, I don't think he gets anything out of transferring yet. I mean, just like, I don't know. Like, he can't go play anywhere right now. Yeah. And he's one Caleb Williams hit away from being the quarterback again. Uh, and it's a running quarterback, so that's always likely to happen. I mean, <laughs> he's just an asshole, though, so I understand why you think of that front. Yeah, yeah. Um, NC State at Boston College. NC State absolutely rolls here. NC State's fucking good. It's really too bad that they lost to Mississippi State because they would be a legitimate playoff contender if not for that. This mm-hmm. team is fucking good. They're really, really good. We were, we were very right about NC State. I think that, uh, I think I'd probably pick NC State to win the conference right now. They're really, really good. Yeah, I mean they are fantastic. I, I think they just keep kind of getting better each week too. That running game is sick. Yeah. Person and Zonovan Knight, uh, aka Bam Knight. 
Um, like him a lot. Uh, hold on, I'm pulling up super quick here. Uh, Jeff Halfley's record as a coach, because I now believe he is like, I know he's winless against uh, against Power Five teams that are like bowl eligible, pretty much. But I'm pull this up real quick. Uh, through two seasons, he has lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, he is zero and seven against. Uh, oh. Sorry, one and one and seven against Power Five teams that are five hundred or better. <laughs> Well, Uh, listen, Boston College hard place to win. If they had if they had Dracovic, they probably beat Clemson at least. But that's uh, probably true. That's all fine. I just it's that's not my complaint. My complaint is just people are trying to give him like the Penn State and LSU jobs. Uh, All of a sudden, I'm like, just let him let him win a little bit first. Let him do something first. Sure. Yeah. Air Force beats Boise State. Air Force is probably your Mountain West, if not favorite, right up there. Team is really really good. As we said, we support. The only troops we support are our Air Force, and be sure to send in your uh, what was what was the hashtag? Hashtag flipping the field Air Force. And yeah. Patrick will make you those profile. Yeah, banners. I'll make you those profile banners. Last one here: Hawaii at Nevada. Nevada takes <laughs> care of business. Uh, Nevada also up there atop the Mountain West. I think a, a really fun yeah. race to watch. I, I would I would keep my eye on it. Ryan, do you have anything else? Quietly five and one. Yeah, yeah. no, just Nevada quietly five and one right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only Nevada's lost good. on the road to Kansas State. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're. They got some big slobberknocker games coming up here with Fresno on the road this weekend. Yep. And I'm sure we'll talk about those in our uh, our preview. But yeah, I mean, damn man, big boy football right now. It's getting yep. fun. This is the uh <laughs> this is the time of the year that uh, everything starts to get pretty crazy. So I'm yep. just looking forward to all these conference races and keeping track of them. And I'm sure we'll do that on uh, Thursday's podcast. Yep, we will, and I will uh I will talk to you then. I'm not gonna do the full outro, so we will uh we will see you guys on Thursday.